That sucks. It makes me, it makes me want shit. <laughs> You're getting litigious? Huh? Like, like litigation-wise? Yeah. Can you hear me good? You're going out, man. Alright, hold on. Here. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you now. I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to get my phone to work with, like, a Bluetooth device, but it doesn't work half the time. Um... Yeah, I, I, you can download. Um, you can download pictures on Bluetooth. No, yeah, I'm getting hacked by Bluetooth. I'm sure because I hear weird noises. But uh, now I was gonna say that it seems like people are like in a strange, like societal cognitive dissonance. Like where they're they're being like peeled into two different layers. Like people are walking around in t- two totally different, like latent perspectives of reality. So they're, they're, you know, they, they, in, in this one bubble, they've heard all this kind of information and, and, and then that's how they're proceeding. And then yeah. the other side, it's like a left, right reality split. This, yeah. Yeah. It, it, right now, right now, I think what's going on is, is the world health organization, right. which is the UN is trying to take control and they want Biden, they want Biden's president, what's her name, vice president, and then they're going to do They're going to kill him, or he's going to have some kind of health problem, and then Carmilla, or whatever her name is, is going to go to president, and if the uh, Democrats get the fucking house, Nancy Pelosi will be the vice president. And then that's the end. The world, that's, that's the end of Sovereignty, national sovereignty. No, I was, I've been concerned about this issue because it seems like to me, everyone, I mean, in these split, in this kind of like dichotomy between the partisans, you have like people who are really diehard Trump. And I think they're, 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 you know, they're looking at it from their own perspective and their own kind of predisposition. And then over there you have the Biden people. And and I'm, I'm concerned that, what if Biden does win? I mean, that would be disastrous, wouldn't it? I mean, what? What is? I mean, you, listen to what he says. He can't. He can't complete ideas when he's talking. He'll. He'll. He can stick to a script, and then when his script is over, if he still has time or questions, he says stupid shit. He challenged the guy to, to do some push-ups. He called <laughs> a woman a backwoods lazy bitch or something like that. No, but what's up? What's up with the media? Totally like carefully, like walking in lockstep with with this whole like he doesn't have to come out from his basement. There, there are no conventions. Typically, like they have the uh, what is that one dinner that the uh, the cardinal the cardinal up there in New York? He usually holds the Al Smith dinner where the pre- you know, the, the the president yeah he'll he'll sit down with each of them and they'll have the big dinner and the photo and they'll take they'll have speeches like it's like they're not doing like it's a very strange year they're not doing the regular routine of events so they're, they're not doing that either it doesn't seem like it. the guy doesn't leave his basement I mean I would like I mean Mitt Romney and Obama everyone did it but apparently this year I don't I don't know I'm gonna keep an eye on it and then see if I can find out how is the media able to like be so carefully parsed so that you know, it, it's. It, I, well, I, I'm hearing this, and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm getting some different sources, but they're not fully reputable. I'm hearing that LGBT wants to add the, a P to it for pedophile. Not that you can act on it, but you can still be a pedophile and talk to other pedophiles about young kids. Because what's what's the purpose of that because they're trying to say that pedophiles are I mean is it I guess it's a defense it's like a way for them to defend against the pedophile island situation there's this huge exposure I mean Bill Bill Gates was there and I mean, there's a lot of people that were involved with this Clinton was there I think Clinton was there they say that he wasn't there but then I heard he was there 40 times so. well he was he was dumb enough to go like a crackhead like some kind of like pedophile crackhead over and over again yeah. on on, Je- on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. I think some of them, like Tom Hanks, I think some of them went on their own planes and they're not on the flight logs and they're a little bit more under the radar. But old Bill just was flying, flying back and forth on you know 
And I think and that they all know they're they all know they're being recorded for blackmail. I don't think so. They I think that that, that I, it is. No, they, I don't think so. I think that only the inside, like they get them kind of roped into it, and then they. You know what I mean? Like, if you step out of line, that's why a lot of these senators and stuff like will just say, "Well, I'm going to step down now. I'm going to go home and be with my family. I'm done with politics," and they just leave because they would have they would have them over the barrel with this stuff. You know, it was like the Illuminati. They would feed you your your um, your, uh, your your you know pick your poison, but then they would have you by the blackmail. So it seems like it was a blackmail system. The Epstein Island. Yeah, yeah. See, I hate, I hate Trey Gowdy got out of, uh, got out of the uh, Senate. Right. It made me think that somebody was coming through there when they, because he was doing the big FBI probe with Mueller, like heavyweight, like war was being waged behind the scenes, and maybe he had an affair. Maybe you know, there's no telling what the. That's another thing that I, that no one talks about is where suddenly, like people were able to come up with Peter Strzok's like personal texts and emails like just boom like yeah. somebody somebody just typed in well, the internet Hillary, well Hillary she, she, she said went, she, oh, I made a mistake and I'm sorry I shouldn't you know I got it and I didn't she didn't just erase the email she scrubbed it she professionally she, she got, scrubbed she, it they do whatever magnetic thing they do do it where you can't retrieve anything yeah bleach but we there. have yeah, her emails on his thing on his laptop or whatever. Oh, yeah, but, but, but Wiener got busted bad. I mean, he got busted, like, texting, uh, sexting with a 14-year-old girl. And then when they got his laptop, from what I understand, when they got his laptop, that's when they saw all these disgusting images. And that's, this is when this whole thing kind of got blown open. So it was a race to the top to control the power structure so that this wouldn't come out. That was what the, all the hysteria was about. So I want to I know how many more people are implicated well, why? What would the motivation be for the FBI to fight so desperately and to create the Russia Gate and then have the Mueller report and then they actually like impeached him? Like they were fighting like crazy against this this man, you know. So okay, it's let's, an let's talk about something. Let's talk about this. Over the past three years, we had the Mueller the Mueller deal, then the Mueller report, then came Trump Russia Gate thing. Right. Okay, and that went fine for a while, and then. Yeah, I'm missing some stuff in here, but now we got COVID. It's not going to end. Right. Life as we knew it is gone. It's going to be one thing after another. Well, these international power players have a lot of influence over... They're, they're influencing the street gangs on the street, the street rabble. They're getting paid. They're in, influencing the World Health Organization, which is... It switches, it switches its policy. Just It's like warfare. It's like whatever they need it to do, it just changes shape and changes form. And, the, the, you know, all these different kind of and like... And, and Obama fired, I don't know, 25 or 30 generals and replaced them. Right. So if Trump's, you know, if Trump says, hey... We have to make a move against the military industrial complex. We have to, we we need to go in there and we need to get what they got or find out what they got or audit them or audit the Fed. And nobody's going to do it because they're all they're all uh, loyal to the Democrats. Right. I mean, not the Democrats, the far left. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering like how they'll even let. Trump win at this point. It seems like we, the American people, have to vote with like a seventy or eighty million. Like it has to be an overwhelming landslide victory that they can't cheat or, or steal. Like this, the whole mail-in, the whole mail-in ballot thing is obviously like a an un an, an un uh, an unvarnished attempt to try to steal the election because they. It's the same thing would happen with the FBI that we were talking about. If there's no justice and the FBI doesn't ju- doesn't prosecute Hillary. And only prosecutes Trump. I mean, when an FBI agent comes to talk to you, do you have to be worried if they're a Republican or a Democrat? I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. It's it's pretty serious. And we got CIA operating in America, which is illegal. Right. That 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 happened on right when they were trying to put a box around President Trump, President Elect Trump, when he was you know coming out. They had yeah. Brennan. Brennan had you was using powers of the CIA. Uh, and we don't yeah, even know the extent. I don't know what to believe. I, and one part of me believes that Trump is kind of a dumbass, but he's not a politician, and he he's a businessman, and he makes good business decisions. And right off the bat, he got he got rid of that France Pacific trade right. deal right. that Obama 
illegally um, use executive privilege to get. So he got rid of that. He got rid of Obamacare, pretty much. Um, the Iran, the Iran deal, but, gone. Got rid of the Iran is, deal. Is it a, a Galean dial, dialectic? Well, it's from the anti. It's from the antithesis. Well, it's it, it is a dialectic. Uh, it, it is a dialectic because it's a conflict. But is it controlled? Is he playing a part in the dialectic, or is he is he his own man? Is he a loose cannon? That's really what you know we we're gonna find out because. If, if well, no that's one, what I want, and that's and I hope he doesn't let me down. I really do. Well, it's, we're in desperate. I thought, he was, I thought he was his own man. He's not. He's not collecting salary. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not doing it for the money. You know. It happened before. There's been other presidents who just decided to stand stand firm on their principles, and and they were in the way of the uh, the Illuminati bank system. Everybody shut up about Hunter Biden all of a sudden. Right. He was making, I don't know, millions and millions and millions in Ukraine. And nobody even knows what he was doing. He was on the board. It was just okay? nothing. Right. It was just His nothing. father and Biden got him in there. Right. I don't know, man. There's just, just it's so, so corrupt. I don't know what to believe. You need to look. Um, think, I've, I've been seeing you. Yeah. want us to feel helpless. They want the American people to feel helpless and beg for and beg for martial law, because real martial law is not going to be. Uh, they're not going to have beanbag guns or put, right. put it out there. It, they're just, it's going to be begged for. Right. Well, with the way I look at it, I mean, over the weekend. Chicago got the downtown district got raided, and they just had this overwhelming cr- crazy crime wave, and the people are being instigated. CIA and George Soros. It's it's a it's a psyop, man. It's a psychological operation against the people. It is a, absolutely. It's getting really crazy. I and, think, and so is Portland. Right. Portland. Did you see all those orange barricades? I mean, they had. Probably a hundred orange barricades to barricade around the the downtown so that they could mark off their territory. Right. Where the fuck did that come from? Right. In New York, they found piles of bricks, and and apparently it was it was shown that the police were throwing bricks out of the trunks of their cars, but they never got a chance to use them. Well, those were De Blasio's police. I haven't, so. I haven't really seen anything in Jacksonville. Right. They're changing, they're changing the name of Lee High School, but I don't care. I don't care either. Yeah. I went there, my kids went there, my dad went there, my grandmother went there. I think there's my something about the um, the nature of our gun law here. We have a, a state law in Florida where it's a stand-your-ground law, so if you, if you encroach upon a man's space and endanger him and he shoots you, then they just cart your body away. And you know, and that's not how it is in other places. You you literally cannot defend yourself in these Democrat liberal cities, or if you do, you'll go to prison. And, and right, I mean, that's that's kind of I think that's how it is. Uh, you're not you're not allowed to have a gun, and you're not allowed to defend so what's yourself. The in an ideal world, what's the answer? Well, we have to have states' rights and and cities, separate counties. We have to have these different states' rights. That's racist. That's racist. No, I mean it's not racist. I mean it, it just depends on the state. I mean each of these different. I don't think it's racist, but that's what the Civil War was about. Well, it, I mean I don't think it was about racism. It was about. I mean we were pretty late on the. Uh, the Civil War was about states' rights versus anti-federalist versus federalist. And right. then they threw in the release the slaves, so the slaves could help fight in the war. It wasn't people. I always learned in, in elementary school and whatever that the Civil War was over slavery and the release of slaves, and that is just not true. Well, the that background. The of it. We were still a new nation, and uh, the first colonies didn't allow slavery. And then later on, the southern colonies, as the colonies are becoming more numerous and they're growing, we have these southern colonies, and we have the Louisiana Purchase, and, and we have the British bringing in the slaves and, and the pressing in the slave trade in the south. And really, France is going to get rid of the slave trade in 1807. 
And then the British are yeah. like 1813, the British had, had abolished slavery. So by the 1850s, we were pretty late on the scene. So there was a big movement for abolition. There was a big movement and it, it was among the Protestants and the Quakers and the Baptists. They wanted there to be this abolition of freedom. And what happened with the slaves is in the South, they were giving them the Bible and they were allowing them to have their own black churches even though they were slaves they they were concerned about their soul so they gave them the bible to read and that's how you get this rich uh, heritage of southern black baptist churches right and they and, that, and so i think that there was a cry for for freedom for these people and um it wasn't such an easy thing because they were in servitude and if you just threw them out onto the land they didn't have any any skills or property or any you know any kind of capital to build themselves up so it was a process of giving them freedom in a way that would benefit them so i think the civil war was fought as i think it was provoked it was obviously provoked there was a lot of powers in the background european powers it wasn't such a simple thing they wanted the um they wanted the the southern slaves to revolt and um i think that's what they were trying to make make that happen well but like I was tomorrow is the same subject yeah we've been going for a minute here okay I'm making that one okay watch out when I say that okay just be um, be creative on. yeah be creative but but I mean the state's rights were for slavery because they they needed the slaves to work the field why could we had why can't why can't why couldn't white men work the field why couldn't they free the slaves and pay them to work the field? Well, I think ultimately that's what happened. Profits? That's what happened. Yeah, ultimately they did free the slaves and they did just start to pay them and they were given some of their own property and land and, and, and they were, yeah. And so it was a, a transference of of uh, liberty to them. And it, it was a change in the citizenship too. So people, after the states, the southern states were defeated, they were no longer citizens of their state. They were citizens of the federal government. So they're U.S. citizens now. So before you would have been a Floridian, you would have been a state citizen of your state. And after the Civil War, you were just a federal U.S. citizen of the U.S. government. You see what I'm saying? So that was the change yeah. there. I mean, now in America, they, the states' rights pretty much have it, uh, I think. I mean, like the marijuana laws, the decriminalization of it on the federal level, and then they let the states decide what they want to do. Now, that, that's the way it should be. But that's the way it should be for everything. Well, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so disheartening, the whole thing is. Well, I think that the presidency at the time of Lincoln, I mean, when when... The southern states, this is when the presidency really changed, because the, the, southern, the southern states left the uh, Union. So they left the quorum, and they were no longer in the Senate, and they were they'd left. So they couldn't, they couldn't pass legislation, they couldn't go forward, they couldn't get a vote, they couldn't proceed. So in that state of lock, with the northern states, it, with, without the rest of the states there, it, was, it fell to Abraham Lincoln to use executive power. And so that's when they first used executive orders and he just signed orders and, and he made executive demands on the law that weren't really there before. He didn't, you know, no president had, had previously right. used. So I don't think yeah, he... Yeah, that's true. I wonder why, I wonder why, and I, I love President Lincoln, don't get me wrong, but I wonder why Booth, he was, which was a Mason, why he waited so long why the wait until after it was all over to shoot the president? Right. Well, I think that um, they really wanted to get him. And I, I mean, what it seems like to me is that he he was bringing the union back together. So he was going to return the southern states to the same footing that they had left the union. And then when the emergency war powers were had passed and the emergency had passed, he would simply put the order of the 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 power of the Congress back in place, and he would do away with executive orders, and they wouldn't have any more war powers. So when they killed him, they killed him with these war powers still in, in place, and then they never shut it down. They, they continued from each president to the next president to the next president. They had these emergency war powers long after the Civil War was over. Reconstruction. Yeah. Right. And they kept building on that, and they kept building on those executive orders, and that became an unlimited power of the presidency that it was never intended to have. So that's what's so dangerous about it. Um, these pre like right now we have Biden saying I'm going to get in there and take away the guns. How the hell is he going to do yeah. that? How does that happen? He you know he think and who if he if he writes an executive order to take away the guns who actually shows up 
to do that job. And you know what I mean? Like who's going to actually be like, okay, I'll do it. I'll go take the, the guns of the American people. I mean, what marshal, what FBI, what, you know, that's, that's why the question of the power and the, um, the actual ideology behind these agencies, it really matters. Like, who are they? You know, who do they serve? You know, when they start to say, well, round up the American people and just shoot them in the back of the head and throw them in a hole. Do they, do these agencies just obey? Does Homeland Security just start to shoot the people in the head? Like, I don't, where, where is the conscience, you know, the conscience, conscience, you know, so right. we, we have no reason yeah, from history yeah, to doubt okay. it. The uh, Bible says this. It's either in Daniel or Revelations. I can't remember because I always, I've been in so many seminars that were Daniel and Revelations. I believe it is in Revelations. Yeah, it says the beast that came out of the uh, of the water, the ocean. That is America. Okay, that's the beast that came out of America. It says he he looks like a lamb but speaks like a dragon. Right. And that's what it is. We're, we're, we're the greatest country in the world, blah, blah, blah. But the reality of it is we're not. The reality of it is that we're, we're, we're corrupt. Not we're, but the United States is corrupt. And I get into arguments all the time. He's like, watch this move for another country. And I said, because I love my country. I, I, I just hate my government. Right. Right. You know? There's a difference between yeah, your your uh, nation and your government. There's the total. You can you can love your nation and then replace your government and be doing a patriotic thing. Yeah, <laughs> Kennedy was our last president. Right. Johnson had him. Johnson was behind it. He was our last president, and the rest of them have been chosen. Well, I think we've been we, we've had a look behind the veil with Epstein, but at the same time, there's been no arrests. So it's kind of terrifying to think that. There, yeah. I don't think well there's been one arrest, the chick, but I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I, I think they're gonna I think they're it's gonna something else. Okay, here's another here's another one Okay, first of all, YouTube has completely gone with the with with the New World Order. Okay. There was you used to could find all this nine eleven stuff about on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's very rare. Oh yeah. You, you used to you used to could find the meeting or the whatever it was where uh, where Rumsfeld came out in front of in, at the Pentagon and said or to Congress and said there's three point something trillion dollars unaccounted for in the Pentagon. That was on nine ten two thousand one. Right. And I tried to get my dad to listen to it. And I, I finally found it. I got it on Fear and Images if you want it. But I finally got I finally got it, um, and uh, and he straight up says that on nine nine ten two thousand one he says it three point two trillion dollars missing from the um, Pentagon, and it's 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 uh, it's special access projects. It's uh it's it's all going to military contractors. Just like, just like Eisenhower said, beware of the military-industrial complex. Right. He knew what was going on. He knew what was going on. He knew that they were taking over the the, the country. They, uh, and they own, they're not, they're like their own nation. Right. They don't have, they don't. They don't answer to uh, to America. There's no accountability. There's no accountability Clinton, to the electorate. Clinton tried to get information on UFOs, and he couldn't do it. His uh, his uh, I forgot his, what his title was, but he tried to get information on it, and they said, "Sorry, you don't have a need to know." And he was the intelligence guy for the uh, Pentagon. Yeah, it's, so I mean. It's it's and, true. In that military, I, I don't I don't think that we have. I don't think there's. I don't think that there's uh, necessarily um, aliens. I think we have such high technology. I think it's the ships that people see are our ships right. that we make. Right. You know, there's something there. There's something called torsion physics, and torsion physics uses counter-rotating electromagnetic fields. And they, they like to use mercury, 
okay, to do it. And they get anti-gravity when they do it. So you have, you have, just picture a barrel. You have a foot going one way, the bottom of it going the other way, and the barrel will take off and float. Okay? That, that is, that's a fact. Oh, man. What you got going on? Let me call you back. Like $20 we were talking about how it seems like the technological advancements out there at, um, at Area 26. Am I saying that right now? Area 51, right? And that they're getting yeah. so advanced. I mean, I heard it said that we were 50, the, in the public, we're 50 years behind what they actually have. So as they kind of like secrete yeah. out, you know. And there's also a place that's about 10 miles away from Area 51 called uh, S4. Did you watch the Bob Lazar uh, documentary? That sounds familiar. I'm trying to get to it. You know how it is. I mean, there's so much material out there that um, it's just... It, but then at the same what? time, like like you were saying, like YouTube is slowly like disappearing information faster than I can remember that it's gone. So it's like only when I go to like look up a subject. So we need to be on it more, I guess, man. I don't know what we're going to do. Do you have Netflix? Yeah, but it's so like well, Bob it's so disgraceful. On Netflix, I believe. I'll check it. If not, it's on YouTube. It, Netflix it, is so like foaming real. at the mouth. It's so, you know, you yeah. discovered there was an element one fifteen that he talked about fifteen about twenty years ago, and uh, it didn't exist, and now it exists. <laughs> and that has something to do with the propulsion, the not propulsion, but the uh, what. I heard that they had to use Pyrex, and then uh, I'm trying to understand the science. Like I think I think that they're trying to pull off the, the, like the Blue Beam project. They're trying to pull off this. They're already in space. Absolutely. Like they're already in space. They are. Yeah, they're in space. They really are. Yeah, and then you have you have. Uh, so we we have drones. We to the Stars Academy, and they're all aliens are bad. And then you got Stephen Greer, who says aliens are loving peace-loving people, and there's a, it's going to come to a head eventually. That might be the next thing. And Warner Van Braun, you know is, uh, give us a back, yeah, give us a background. Yeah, Warner Van Braun. Yeah. He he came over from the Nazis with Operation Paperclip, and uh, one thing he, he he invented the V2 rocket, V1 and V2 rocket that bombarded England. Well, they had the. And then he, right. he, we got him, and he he built. The, they de uh, they developed missile technology there in Germany, right? The rockets that went to the moon, all of them, he 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 was was behind, and he killed five Jews, the five slowest Jews a day in the camps. When he was in, so they they were using the slave labor. You, you had, it seems like slave labor is the way to go, man. You got you know it's free. All you got to do is feed them, give them water. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Who does that? I guess it's just a means to an end. I guess when you believe that you have a divine right, I guess yeah, when okay. yeah, when you believe you have a divine right and that you're ruling over all the uh, the plebs, all the peasants are just there to the the uh, the goyim are there just to be um, uh, used, and they're just really taking up space. So I think that there's a certain inhumanity um, to it that that's really monstrous in this in the in this in, in the you know in the sight of history. But at the same time, if you look at it, uh, World War II and even World War One were just really giving rise to military dictatorships, and then they were just putting everyone in the dungeon. So it wasn't really anything different from the Middle Ages. It was just an extension of the Inquisition. So they were going to round up Jews and have a big pogrom. And people were like, how could this happen? I mean, they, they weren't using the excuses of, of religion. Uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, and, and that's what Islam did. Islam had the excuse of, Having a religious, that's, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Did, did you watch by the uh, Islamic Connection? Yeah, I've been on it. We're looking through that. I'm, I'm going to try to piece together an episode that discusses that. So I think that's kind of what, what, yeah. That's, what, that's the mystery. That's the mystery no one knows. Factor, his, his, his first wife, she was much older, but she was raised in a convent. So we're talking about Muhammad here. Six, yeah. six twenty, six ten, six twenty. When he's uh, so this is the seventh century when he's going to get married. I think he was only nineteen and she was forty one, and she was a rich Roman Catholic, well educated, well connected to the Augustinian monks. Right, that's where that's where Muhammad gets a start. It's just amazing how I, sometimes I think this we're living in hell. 
Well, I mean, I think that that we're creating our own environment, you know. So I think that you know what you know what's remarkable to me is as as people as humans we're given to this cultism. We're given over to just believe the most insane things. But I mean, do you blame men in the past who worship the sun? I mean, we really, it's not their fault. They're etching like cave paintings and, and they, they're just, they really have no idea what's going on or they, they don't have any source of information or, or knowledge. And so they're trying to understand, but there's something inside of mankind that tries to derive an understanding of, of a God or of, of meaning of purpose of destiny. You know, so we, we have a great intellectual faculty in us, but at the same time, we're like bastards of, of our origins because we have no idea where we came from. You know, it's hard to believe that we could have slowly evolved from the ape and just, I mean, there's really no connection there. We're just, I don't know, it, just, it seems like we just got dropped into the fossil record somewhere in the Neolithic period, you know, in one of the, between one of the Ice Ages, we're just here. And so, uh, and then, then you have to look, there is a huge... Uh, history of of ancient technology that's being like if you look across the world there's a lot of questions and mysteries there, there was definitely a antediluvian civilization in Atlantis there was an, an ancient civilization that existed before our rise from you know the pyramids you know so there's this break in history there which is really fascinating um, you know um, have you heard of Blackie Teppi that was uh, that what happened okay is 12,800 years ago, and this is pretty much accepted now, uh, a, a series of uh, comets or asteroids hit the Earth. Because we were coming out of the Ice Age. They hit the Earth, and then we went back into an Ice Age. And it's called the Younger Dryas period. And um, Gobleki Tepe, 9,000 years ago, they, uh, what they did, they had it like Stonehenge. They were pretty damn big. I mean, there were many, many tons of, uh, of these, uh, like Stonehenge things. And, uh, and all of a sudden they buried it. They took, they took every, they went and they buried the whole, the whole, um, area. And um, and only ten percent of it has been um, has been looked at by archaeologists. Right. So, um, and then we have then we have um, a Lebanon. What is it in Lebanon? Uh, oh, so we're talking about Baalbek. Yeah, they uh, yeah the Trilophon. They have something absolutely mind blowing there that it just. It, we're talking. We're talking. Hundreds, if not thousands, of tons. Right. These are megaliths. These are megaliths that, yeah. The megaliths, and then we have, they have uh, the, all over the world, they have these buildings, and and, um, mostly they're buildings, they're not um, pyramids, but they're they're built, uh, they're built as, it's the way that you have to look at it to see how they're built. They're 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 uh, off. They're they're not like masonry. They're 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 these gigantic stones, and they're they're offset, and they're. It's almost as if a lot of people think that 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 they were there was a way of turning stone into lit almost like a liquid or putty and then pouring and it into molds them. right like they were yeah. that's interesting that i mean i never heard it put that way i mean i've seen those seams that are so close that they're but i mean if you think about it if they could have like molten lava and pour like molten granite into place it's like a yeah it's just granite right and sand and sandstone um but it's the, uh, yeah, it's the unnatural. Was about yeah. a mile away, and there's nothing that there's no way that they could have done it on rolling um, on cedars. The cedars would have just eaten up. So no, I mean I think that you're looking around. If you go down to Peru and you look up on the side of the mountain there, you're going to go up like I don't know. I'm just I'm just paraphrasing. I mean, but you're going to go up a good. 
10, 15,000 feet or so, and there's going to be these huge megalithic stone structures up there. And the stones that the structures are made out of are not found within, I don't know, a thousand miles of those locations high up in the mountain. And so these are what, 10, 10, uh, 10,000, or what is it? I don't want to say they're on 10,000, enormous. And, yeah. and academia, academia says it was built by the Incas. Right. But you can go, you can go out to the, the uh, there's a lake up there on the city Chicago route. But, but right beside it, that was the Incas, Incas construction. And it's nothing like, it's nothing like, uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, where I want to go so bad and for oh, uh, Machu Machu Picchu, you're right. Machu Picchu, yeah. So, no, you're right. I mean, they're they're, they're they, It seems as though if we be really intellectually honest, that they found these tribes found these ruins after the fact, and then tried to make them their spots thousands of years later. So, I mean, it goes back to this idea of the biblical pre-civilization, the, the time uh, you know before Noah's flood, before the, the great deluge, when uh, when it was a different time. It, maybe when 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 man rode rode on top of dinosaurs, and then there was this this humongous flood, and they uh, Noah and his family were able to get on the the ark with the animals, and then carry and survive this epic, and then they would carry on to the next period, and that's why we'd have this certain set of group of animals and. How about this? How it's like a great reset. It's, it's a great. It's like a, the animals, the, 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 it's DNA of right. the animals. Right. Right. No, I mean you, you, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, on one one level, people don't necessarily have to decide that they will accept that they all rode in a boat. I get that, but on, on some level, it's a great um, a bottleneck in genetics that shows that there was a die off, and uh, and you know whether they rode on a on a on a an ark or however they were saved they were the survivors and the old era and the old civilization was absolutely buried and uh, under a great a comet strike that would just cause the oceans to to re relocate everywhere in the world and and uh, if you happen to be on a huge boat perhaps you would survive it I mean, off the coast of Cuba a half a mile down in the water there's a whole city with Right. With uh, with um, pyramids and right. how the hell did that happen? So you're talking about a shift, a shift in the tectonic plates that would just submerge that city literally under the water like Atlantis. So that's what we're talking about. There was a worldwide civilization, and then it was smashed, and it was a reset of all humanity. So it seemed like we were coming out of a. A, ca- a, ca- a cave, a caveman era, up into a Bronze Age, and the slow development of, of mankind. But it seems as though that that there was a pre-civilization that people can't account for in archaeology or history, and it's it's really not. It's really the forefront of modern science to ask the question of what happened before, what ten thousand years ago, right? I mean, before the Bible, before before Egypt, or what right before that, what what happened? Because Egypt. Busted out with the full with the full technology to uh, to build the uh, pyramids, and as time went on, the pyramids got crappy and they were falling down, and they weren't the same. Well, I mean, just to give to give the Bible credit and to give Jehovah credit in the Bible, he he went down there to Egypt and destroyed that place. So I guess that's what happened to it. They couldn't keep it up anymore after he. He did all the plagues, and they did. I mean, that ultimately, that's where you're going to get the Passover tradition when, when Moses let my people go, yeah. right? And he led the people out of bondage, and uh, that's what happened. Egypt, Egypt was never the same after that. You know, it just it just blew me away when when I realized it is that uh, during the last plague, they said all firstborn children will will die, right? Unless you put the blood of the lamb on the lintel of the uh, of the of the, do- the doors, right? And the blood of the lamb is what saves us, right? You know, 
So they had to require that blood. And remember, as the story goes, they, the slaves are becoming too numerous, so they, they had to kill them back, like when you mow your lawn almost. And so they were going to do away with the kids. So when they took this baby lamb into the house... They named him, and they had him in the house. And imagine a little baby lamb, though. I mean, a little yearling lamb just jumping around. And they had him in the house, yeah. and it was part of this Passover tradition at this time that they would name the lamb, keep him in the house all week. And at the end of the week, imagine the kids and everyone having gotten to deal with the lamb in the house. They had to cut the lamb and kill it and use the blood of this innocent creature. So that's really, there's a symbolic, people will say, well, that's a bloody, you know, blood religion. But really they were using the transference of this innocent creature to cover over the doorway of their home so that the angel of death would pass over. And it was just, yeah. it was a transaction, it was transactional. So whether you, it was transactional. So if you had the blood, you were covered. And if you didn't have the blood, you weren't. It was, it was, it was a blood covenant. On the, on the Holocaust, not the Holocaust of Jews, but on the Holocaust, they they burned the lamb. They 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 sacrificed the lamb. Right. And that's sacrifice. That's comparable to that sacrifice of Jesus. But I have to say something here. I talked to at least five uh, pastors. Okay. And they all here. And here's what they say: the the sons of God. Saw the uh, daughters of man and took and thought that them beautiful and took each one to put to man as they wanted as a wife and their their offspring were the Nephilim and they were the giants, the heroes of old. Right. Now every pastor says the sons of God were the were the were the good sons of Seth. Right. Okay, that is a, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. Okay, because if you look in Job one, it said it says God called a a, 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 a meeting of all the of the sons. Uh, uh, wait, it was a meeting called of the sons of God, mm-hmm. and they were the angels, and and Lucifer was allowed to come up too. And Lucifer, they asked Lucifer, uh, what, what have you been doing? He said, I've been going up, um, up and down to between here and the earth and, uh, you know, back and forth across it. And they, they refused um, evangelists, uh, Christians, Protestants, refused to believe that... Uh, they were uh, they were the uh, angels mating with the women. Now they say that the angels can't mate with women. How do they know? The Holy Spirit mated with Mary and mated with Mary's sister. Well, uh, I wouldn't say mated, but overshadowed and creatively was able to to make out of nothing ex nihilo the genetic material. Yeah. So it, right, yeah. it was after the flesh. I mean, we, we you know, it, you know, g- 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 we were all born after the flesh, but but the Messiah was born after the spirit, and so we saw that the spirit has no problem covering the genetic puzzle, and, and you know, so half of his genetic code, half of his genetic material in his body was was spirit, and half of it was his mother. So you see what I'm saying? It was the form. It was the it was the uh, the formation of God with man. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, and, and, or with woman, I guess, because uh, <laughs> man wasn't. There was no man in the picture. The, the, the angels made it with animals too, and they were the monsters. That's what they were called. The monsters. I've heard that. I've heard that. You know that theory too, though. Um, ultimately, but, yeah. But do you know why the women that women were supposed to cover their hair in church? Right. Well, because the, the angels found their hair so attractive that. It says in the Bible, it says, you know, they, they, they covered their head as not to tempt the angels. Right. So, something's and happening then there. The, then you have the brutal society. Right. The women grew their hair, and the Nazis, the women grew their hair very, very long because they, because they believed that it was like an antenna to the uh, 
Yeah, so the real side is kind of weird. They're like a 1930s UFO cult that uh, thinks that uh, they could connect with the fallen angels. So they had taken this idea of Nephilim, and they've taken this idea of connecting with the fallen angels who were were hovering in the atmosphere above us, uh, and they take they they really were engaged in trying to practice that kind of. Uh, yeah, it goes back. It goes back to Ephesians six, really ten, six six ten. It says that uh, it says that our struggle we and our struggle we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirit and spiritual warfare. And uh, and another thing, it also said in in the Bible. This is something I don't understand. It says in Genesis six. Genesis 6, 4, it says that uh, before the flood, the Nephilim were on the, in, in the world before the flood and also after. Well, we, yeah, we were talking about that, that, that it, apparently that if you, if you go by just the Bible, now remember that the Freemasons used the Bible in their, in their, uh, their rituals and, and the occult you have to rely on the Bible to tell them what was happening with Egypt and Babylon. So, I mean, th- these 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 scriptural historical writings are so profoundly central to our understanding of human history that we can't get around it. Because, I mean, some of the biblical cities that were supposed to be uh, mythology or just religious make believe have been found. Like, so you can have cities. Um, and it, so they. So in other words, people, archaeologists will use the Bible to help them map the ancient world. So it's so accurate. So I mean, I think there needs to be an, an understanding that. I mean, if you go back to the, the the initial period before the flood, how what was the situation happening in Noah's time before the flood? So we know the flood was a reset. We know that it got the, all all human civilization got reset back to zero. During the flood. Well, look at Matthew, Matthew 24 says, So as in the days of Noah, so as it will be when, when the, in the coming of the Son of Man. Right. And I think, I, I think they had high technology mm-hmm. back then. Right. Like we do now. I think they can screw around with genetics. And, um, well, hey, and, and well, Ed, I mean, make what they yeah. want. What about the what about the Nazca lines where you, you can't see it unless you're way high up in the air? It, it, it looks like to me, and it looks like to everyone that these are huge miles long etchings in in the face of the earth. And you could have tried to have a slave army go and scratch and etch these huge pictures in in the in the in the terrain. But it looks like to me like some something in orbit. Might have been shooting like a, a focused beam into the stone and blasting like space graffiti onto the side of the earth. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, I mean, it looks like huge pictures of monkeys and insects. I mean, what are we talking about here? Uh, monkeys, spiders, birds. I mean, this is occult knowledge. People don't know about the Nazca lines. It's like a chalk. It's like a chalk uh, type substance that makes them. That are made of. I don't know. I well, I mean, there, I mean, if you if you travel around and look at it, I mean, I haven't been there, but you can see that they were projected on the side of mountains. But there's also really big pictures projected right on the ground. So I mean, I don't know who had the ability to measure all those lines out and have the wherewithal to to make these huge images. That's what I'm saying. There's it's there's something going along. The Nazca lines have to do with that ecliptic going around the Earth. The lines up with Easter Island. I mean, they they buried these huge megalithic stone heads on Easter Island. Who who had yeah thirty third parallel right? Yeah, I mean, uh, what, yeah, the parallel that runs through yeah the great um, circle, the great circle equator line that run that runs through the Earth and connects up these ancient civilizations. I think the Ur of Chaldees. I think that the, the Giza pyramids, Easter Island, the Nazca lines, like Machu Picchu area, all, all of them are lined up on this. What they call an, an ancient equator, so what used to be the ancient equator, maybe, and that's how how advanced the civilization was that it was able to tie itself in around the whole faith. So that's where we're approaching now. We're we're coming into a period now of globalization where we can map out the face of the earth, and so that's what we we were looking at then, right? I mean, isn't that? And do you know? 
know where the you know where the uh, fallen angels landed? Right. So there you go. There's some of the more Mount, of the, Mount Hermon. Right. That's some more of the ancient technology. Thirty third parallel. Right. So they changed the meridian line, right? So it became the Greenwich line. Remember? So you're having you having the the, the point where you're going to start counting your parallels, and they made it at Greenwich, England. And then before that was before the French Revolution, it used to be the Rose Line. It used to be the the Meridian Line in, that went through France. And then if you count parallels backwards, you get to the thirty third degree, which is right there in Mount Hermon. And so you can see that when the, the angels came down on Mount, the mountain, like Mount Olympus, so the the ancient paganism is going to be set at this time. They uh they came down to interfere with the woman. So that's what's interesting. Like, if you look at the beginning, Satan moved in really aggressively and really, like, subtly to, to try to kill the woman. So there was a problem right there. He, he I don't think Satan expected that he was going to be outdone. or that, that well, I mean, the, the Jews are Lilith, and, uh, you know, Lilith uh, couldn't bear children, I believe, and that's why she went around killing children and stuff. I don't know how true that is, but, um, I'm just saying, like, if we're, if we're talking about, have you listened to the, have you listened to the book of Enoch? Right, definitely. Definitely. I've checked it out. It's an, it's an apocryphal book, extra biblical book of the Bible that discusses the time when the angels came it was in the. It was in the. Uh, in the. Uh, what was it? The, the discovery in 1940 something. What the Qumran? You uh, said the Qumran caves. The uh, scrolls. The not Qumran, not Qumran, but uh, the. Uh, oh, I can't think of it now. <clears throat> well, I mean, at the time the New Testament was being written, they discussed the Book of Enoch. So there was this prevailing history. And it's almost highly symbolic of Enoch and how he had to interact with these angels that came down from heaven. And these angels were going to give all this hidden knowledge, this gnosis, this secret knowledge to man, right? Is that the book of Enoch? Yeah, you gotta, you, you, that, that's works. That's secret. That's, that's knowledge. That you, that's knowledge in order to get to heaven instead of faith. Right. Well, it's interesting because the, the, the religion that the, we talk about, the pagan religion that was, was matriculating through history that came from Assyria and from Phoenicia and Babylon and, and Egypt, and then, it was, and then it would grow into Persia, and then it would grow into to Greece, and then it would grow into to, to Rome, right? These are, this is a process of pagan civilization moving forward, but they had a religious system that was pagan, what's what we call it, but they also had inside that pagan system was a secret knowledge. And if you look at the Greeks, their secret knowledge, their sacred knowledge was geometry. And geometry was the study of... And the, Greek, the Greeks got it from the... Um, the, uh, the, per, from the Persians the, uh, the Persians and the Babylonians. The Egyptians. Right. right. Uh, Gnosticism and the ancient and the, um, mystery, the mystery schools came out of, out of Egypt. But they were tied. They were they, they were they were tied with secret knowledge that was mystic. But it was also tied with this actual grounding mathematical knowledge. That's why the the pyramids are shaped like big cubicles, they're big geometric shapes because they had this this worship of number. They had this worship of of geometric magic and geometric. Yeah, and and and, and the um and the the unit of measurement, the meter. Which is actually, I think, the yard, a yard, but they change it to a meter. I don't know. Anyway, if you multiply, if you multiply the uh, the 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 meter times like twenty two thousand, you get the circumference of the earth. Right. I mean, there, there's so many things in the Egyptian. Uh, there's there there's been. Uh, contractors that you know build build big buildings and stuff, and they said they could not build the the pyramids. They right. said it, it it would just it, it's like point it's like point two um, percent off of 
perfect perfect uh, alignment to north and south. Right. Yeah, it, and it was it was created right on a certain line, a, a certain demarcation line, a certain circumference that goes around the Earth, and this is after the flood. So you have the old orbit, the old civilization line, where while the Egyptians were building the pyramids, they, the the Easter Island heads were sticking up, and Montu Picchu had yet to be discovered, and all these ancient civilizations around the circumference of the world were were situated high up on mountains, and and there and the ancient Right, the ancient pyramids in South America. So the Egyptians are building the old order. They're they're putting in place the new stones in the old system. Right? Isn't that what we're looking at? Yeah, and here's something else that blow your mind. Um, the Sphinx, uh, John Schrock, and uh, uh, Graham Hancock would popularize it. The Sphinx, the Temple of the Sphinx. Has thousands, has thousands of years of water uh, erosion, and that was go back to around uh, ten thousand years ago. So you're saying that I got you. So you're saying and, the Sphinx is and, and at that time the Sphinx was changed. The Sphinx was a lion, and it faced. Leo, the constellation of Leo. So the Sphinx itself is really old, and and it's, it's theorized theorized that the uh, that the uh, pyramids were also really old, uh, um, antediluvian. That's interesting. I never have heard that. That's but, so. You think that the Egyptians were just like the Aztecs and the Mayans were discovering an ancient civilization and deciding to make it their capital. That makes sense. It makes sense because it, you know you would have to find a way to connect up the ancient knowledge of the of the pre pre deluge period, and how, how would the Egyptians know to find that exact place on the the ancient equator and to have the technology to build those those huge stones? So the question is, how do we get these enormous megalithic stones that are that if you go over into they start into Russia? You know, areas we're starting to find more and more of this. The beach was uh, was was dug out of the earth. I mean, it was it was chopped out of the earth right there. But the uh, but the um, but the pyramids were, I think, like forty miles away, if I'm not mistaken. The 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 quarry. So match when they match up the stones, they're having to pull these huge stones forty miles away. That's. And, okay. and, and you know you say uh, you know you say uh, you know a uh, metal tool, and you what is it called the uh, the thing that spins around, and and you can cut with it or you can smooth it out with it. What is it? You mean like a router or am I saying the right thing? Um, Not a router. Uh, it's, uh, 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 it's, it's round and it's. Uh, the wall has them, and it's got a, it's got a, it's got like a diamond blade on it. Right. So anyway, there's, there's those marks on the on the uh, pyramids. There's course, there's core drilling in areas where they core drilled right through. They were not, they were not made with. In fact, they should not be made with bronze. And at that time, it was. It was in the Bronze Age, right? So you're talking about they they didn't have the the, the ability to to create the raw, the raw iron that was hard enough to actually do this kind of work. Is what you're saying? And there, there's a lot of people that think that there, there, there's there's a group of people that think that okay, the the Sphinx is whatever ten thousand years old. It's facing it's facing the constellation of Leo at dawn. Okay. That you know that has to do with uh, perception of equinoxes. Right. Um, there's a theory that it goes back because it, it, it goes through a cycle of twenty six thousand years, and there's a there's a theory that the Sphinx was is around thirty two thousand years old. Right. And they can't date it because you can't carbon date rock. I mean stone. I don't know, man. We all I know is that we've been duped. 
we've been lied to, uh, high school lies, elementary school lies, um, and it, it, that's why I don't pay anymore. I mean, I haven't in a while. Right. Because I, I don't, I don't want any part of that mess. And I do stupid stuff. I do bad stuff. I do even evil stuff. I'll call you right back. Hold on. No, we were talking about, um, now, what's really interesting to me is that as I'm looking for these, the threads that connect the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing to um, people like Adam Schiff, I mean, there was kind of these reports that came out that there was 256 emails between Adam Schiff and uh, and Jeffrey Epstein, but then somehow like Google and, and, and Facebook and all the news outlets, they just kind of clean sweeped that news story out of existence. So, and now, and now whenever you look it up it just has a whole bunch of snopes and fact checkers like five or different five or six different layers of fact checkers at you know usa today that did basically say that's not true those are that those are inaccurate and, and and so kind of like that's what we're dealing with we're dealing with a really serious information warfare here yeah and 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 look the cameras two cameras didn't work two fucking guards were asleep and and his injuries to his neck was more of it was choking by hand or rope, right? Not, not suicide, and uh, he he was killed. He was killed, and I believe he was killed by the Clintons. Right, I think that trail of death. Yeah, they have um, De Blasio. Uh, was controlling Manhattan and controlling New York, right? And then Cuomo is the governor, so you know it, there's absolute total corruption. To the to the core there. I mean, it's there. They, from what I understand, they've just totally destroyed the economic situation there in New York City, and it's broken out into this. Each night, their their murder rate went up four hundred percent, and each night there's just total chaos as there's burning and looting just throughout the entire city. So somehow they've altered these the actual balance of justice in the land so that people are really like. They're really animated and energized to run around and and to destroy and burn shit, and it's it's incredible to me. So can we videotape? Can we video uh, podcast? Yeah, I think at some yeah. point, I think we should probably try to um, get that going. Because, because what we what we can do is get together and sit down and listen to what we got, then um, and then put it in categories. And then expand on certain categories and do some research and expand on it. So right. No, well, I was going to tell you, um, and, and like I said, like I've been, I've been using like people's quotes. So I've been using like I'll listen to really interesting articles or really interesting uh, um, audio clips, and I'll just get pieces of it and put it in the show. It's you know just simple as that. You know, well, look, look, look up this. Just look it up. Look up who who in Genesis six. Who are the sons of God? Right. So the, why would why would the good why would the good sons of Seth create giants? Right. How could they? I mean, really. Uh, you, I mean, it, they don't want it because it's too supernatural. It's, you know, died at thirty three. So you're talking about. It's, it's interesting. It's it's one third. So you're talking about. So what's the scripture again? The the dragon, his tail. How does it go? The, the dragon swept away uh, one one third of the stars of heaven. But so, then, and then another place it says that. But, but what that, you're talking about? You're talking about the Lucifer. That God. That God. Um. God casts Satan out of heaven or Lucifer out of heaven with lightning, basically. Well, I mean, if you're looking at the Luciferian rebellion, apparently there was a war in the heavens and between the angels and they did they did a, they, they were in rebellion against the most high and a third of the angels, one third sided with the rebellion and fell and were cast down with Lucifer. So that's what we're talking about that kind of like large yeah, large scale epic battle. And the, and then 200 of them, the Watchers, which are also called the Grigori, they were sitting on the fence, and God pretty much, they were the Watchers. He pretty much cast them out as well. So 
they're gonna. So you're talking about the Book of Enoch. So they're gonna be the ones that. So when they're cast out of heaven, they don't just go away. They they come down to earth and immediately start to try to intercede in the civilization of mankind that's been cast down on earth for for, for their for their sin against you know, God. The goat that the goat that uh, they cast the sins on and they take out in the woods. So you're talking about in the ritual where. The people come in to pa- up to Passover, and they, 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 they shed the blood of the lamb to cover their sins for the year, and they take the, the high priest takes the sins of, of Europe, and he 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 uh, indicts well, them. That, he puts them on the uh, the scapegoat, right? Right, the scapegoat. You know, the scapegoat's name is no. What is it? Azazel, and right. Azazel is the the. One of the watchers who um, who taught man the art of war, uh, metal metallurgy, and and taught man or women how to put makeup on, and it's it's just kind of weird. Come on.